0: Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. This is episode 87. And we are doing season three. Yay! I feel like we need to have pom-poms and celebrate. I'm so excited to have you here. We have a great season ahead of you. We've already got plans and planned it out. We have so many great interviews already done. And we did a little bit of a survey um, with our listeners. And thank you if you were one of the many that answered my emails about the podcast and what you wanted to hear. And according to your downloads and your suggestions, Questions. You love hearing stories from fellow retailers. So, real retail talk from real retailers, as we like to say. So, we are dedicated to making sure that we have lots of retailer stories coming to you this season. And that's what we have for you today. I have a fantastic retailer that I want to, to introduce you to, but I do want to share. That we didn't want to just call it retail success stories, as I always have in the past, even though they're all successes, I think like every win needs to be celebrated, every part of the journey and success also is our own success. And as you know, we've shared on podcasts before Success is wherever you are right in the next step that you're doing, what I wanted to, you know, sort of reframe and rethink the uh, narrative on these success stories, retailer success stories, Is I actually wanted to call them retailer confessions at first, and maybe that's sort of what we'll call it, but I don't want to just share the highlight reel of retail success, retailer success, but I want to share the ups and downs and I want to share things that happen along the way as we grow and as we continue to grow and to navigate this crazy retail world that we're all in, right? I mean, this past season, and I hope you've had a fantastic season. I hope you've had a wonderful holiday season. All reports that have been coming into me for the most part, retail has been an amazing year. But it's not easy, right? It's not easy. You're tired. (laughs) I know December is always a season of hustle, and we never know what's next. And there's always things we need to navigate. And retail is not a straight line and success is not a straight line. And what's successful for you is not successful for another retailer, right? So um, I wanted to bring in a lot of the messy middle stuff. (laughs) I wanted to bring in the stories from retailers, just like, you know, all of us, we're all, we're all navigating the messy middle, I guess, is where we wanted to go with this. So I've invited some retailers on this season. And I'm excited about the lineup. I'm excited about some retailers that we're bringing on and the stories and they are retailer success stories. But not just the highlight reels, I wanted to bring in their story. And you know, how they've grown and how they're navigating through different parts of becoming a successful retailer or whatever stage, wherever we are at, whatever stage we're at. So, and I learned so much from retailers and from shop owners all over the world. It's such a, it's such a pleasure now to, um, every time we do these series, even with retailers I've known for a long time, I feel like I learned so much. So I hope you'll join me in uh, welcoming new retailers, uh, real real retailers on this retailer confession series, but really um, it, this is for you so that you can see that we all have messy metals. And how we how other retailers navigate. I hope that you can take away some nuggets and some support and some ideas on um, and get inspired by other retailers' stories. So that's what it's all about. So I'm super excited as we get started here uh, on season three. I'm so grateful to have you here um, today. I have invited Stacy Allgood in. She's from Better Than Ever and located in uh, Paducah, Kentucky. Uh, Stacy has been in my inner circle for. I think since the inception, I'm pretty sure Uh, she's taken my Retail Made Simple course, uh, which is the foundational business course that I offer um, every year. And she's also been a member of my mastermind group, my Level Up Mastermind group for the last few years. So I was super excited to invite her onto the podcast and for you to meet her. I've been waiting and itching, and you'll hear why I was waiting and itching to have her on the podcast. So um, you know, it's not always a straight line, as you know, Stacy will share. you know when she when i first met stacy and we first started working together i like and she admits this during the podcast you know she was kind of unfocused and, and didn't have um didn't have the direction she didn't know what to focus on when and that's so common for so many of us right she was really driven to make it work to make her business work and to grow it and she has been she's gone from well well you'll you'll hear her story but it's so cool she's super driven but she didn't have a grasp on her numbers again just like I shared in the in episode 86 you know I didn't know my numbers either it was kind of an area that I was lacking in for a long time and we have total control over our business when we start doing the hard things, right? We start learning what we don't know and where we need to focus. And that's what Stacey has done. She has totally stepped into her role as the CEO. She's her growth has been phenomenal. Um, She's just gone, done so many things. And I don't want to, um, to share her story until she will share her story as we go through. But, you know, she has, um, really committed the time to putting the time in and the effort and the energy to growing her business. And that's a really big key, understanding your skills gaps, understanding what we need, and then stepping into that. So without further ado, let's have a chat here today. And I hope you take away some great golden nuggets from Stacy Allgood from Better Than Ever. So thank you, friends. I'm so excited to have today and to introduce you to um, one of my retail clients, inner circle members, mastermind members, and a friend, uh, Stacy Allgood from Better Than Ever. And I'm just so thrilled that she took time out of her busy day today to join us and to, to chat with, with me to help you see what's possible when we put our CEO hats on and really get confident. So welcome, Stacy. Thank you. Thanks for asking me. Uh, I'm so glad, so grateful for you to take, uh, that you're taking time out. I know this is a busy season. So we're actually recording this um, in late November and it's crazy pants time. So again, I really appreciate this um, for, for, you know, everything that you're doing, because I know there's a lot on your plate and we'll get to all of that in a minute, but do you want to just tell our audience and tell our um, listeners a little bit about you and about your business and your journey? Cause I'm just, it's just such a, it's just such a great story. So where everything started and, you know.
1: Anything anything you want to share with us? Thank (laughs) you. Okay, so originally I went to college and I started out teaching first grade and I did that for several years and then my son was born unexpectedly very early. He was 12 weeks early and so I had to stay home with him for the rest of the year and then I took the next year off and then I didn't go back to work. (laughs) So I started staying home. So I stayed home for about seven or eight years and then um, I started painting furniture, just playing around with it, just having fun. And um, a lady pulled up in my driveway. We were carpooling at that time because Alex was in school at that time. And um, she said, hey, are you selling that? Can I buy that for you? And so I was like, "Um, "Okay." And so it just kind of went from there. And I started hoarding furniture like we do, you know, (laughs) painting it. And I couldn't find a booth to rent. So I found this tiny studio. It was 200 square feet. And I was able to rent that studio. But in order to do that, I had to become a business so that I could, you know, have all the things. And um, so I literally had like a few pieces of furniture around the wall and down the middle. I want to say it was like an eight foot table. And when people were sitting at the table, like for parties, you kind of had to shimmy around it to get through it. So it was this tiny studio. And um, it just it grew from there because of the things that people asked me to do. Um, I never really planned to start a business. I didn't plan on this is my big vision. This is where I'm going. But it all built off of the fact that I love people and I love getting together and I love parties. Um, I
0: love crafts and painting. And so it's just grown from that. Can I just interrupt at that stage? So that's a lot. That's a that's a very common. I'm going to let you get back to 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 the whole story, but a lot of listeners, we, a lot of people, a lot of listeners, a lot of shop owners start organically just like that. It's like a hobby, an idea, a business, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to grow organically. And, you know, where, like, and I, I'm, I can't wait for you to share the rest of the story because I know it, <laughs> but I want, can you say at this point in time, did you, have like an official business did you have was it were you registered and all of that as a business I'm just curious I don't know the answer to that I don't know that part of your story right so well so in order to rent the space and to have
1: okay. the utilities turned on I had to be a business I had registered with okay. license, insurance and the whole deal so I did go through that process it took you know it took a few months but then I found this little spot and was able to jump in and get going And so um, I was just painting furniture when I started, and a friend said, hey, we want to have this Pinterest party. Will you figure out how to do this thing, and we'll pay you extra for your time? And I was like, okay, sure, I'm going to pay the rent. You know, I like people. I like painting. (laughs) So we had a party. And then one of those people said, well, hey, since you were a teacher, do you want to do a kid's birthday party? And I was like, I definitely want to do kids because I love working with kids. And so it grew from there. Um, And I laugh and I tell people I'm kind of a gypsy when it comes to where my um, business is located because I've had several locations, but we, we moved and grew um, pretty fast within the past two or within the first couple of years. And we, I added on canvas painting, which I had never even painted before. I do not have an art background, but I found programs that help. (laughs) I did not know that part either. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, no, I had never painted, but I found, I did the stupidest thing, the first painting I ever learned, um, I I, I bought the instructions and the, you know, the photo guide and everything, I painted it, and then I taught it, I mean, like, I didn't know anything about painting, but I knew how to do that painting, and so, and and still to this day, I mean, I have a lot more experience, and I can do a lot more, but I, I mean, I've always told people, I don't know how to give lessons, but I know how to teach you how to do this painting, You know, and so it's, it's, you know, and and kind of that's the whole um, direction the business has taken. Like, we don't offer formal lessons, formal teaching, that kind of thing. Um, But you kind of definitely learn some things, you know, because I am a teacher at heart. And so, you know, I don't just show people how to slap paint on a canvas. We talk about how to, you know, we talk about techniques and things like that. But so we started canvas painting and then we, um, the big burlap door hanger trend started. And so we did hundreds of those things I'm so glad that phase is over <laughs> but, but um, then we went to wood door hangers then we went to the wood sides with the stencils that everybody wanted um, and then I was feeling a little bit more confident about my abilities and I found another program on teaching kids art and there was a big desire for that and so um, so I started doing after school art club with kids and I told the parents I was like you know this is an exploratory thing. We're going to, you know, we're going to explore these different mediums. We're going to try these different techniques. Um, and it and so it kind of just by the nature of what it was, it's like usually that elementary age, but now I've got kids that are like, they won't leave, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> so I'm getting ready to split it into two ages so that I can help take those um, older kids a little bit further. But um, so we went from that to um, right before the pandemic. Um, well, so I started my business in 2000, to, to that, 2012, and during that same time, just shortly after that, the local um, ceramic place went out of business, and ever since then, people have been asking me, you do pottery? Will you do pottery? Can we do pottery? And I was like, no, I don't know anything about pottery, and I don't want to learn about pottery, <laughs> but I finally get in, and right before the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm doing good now. I've got a little bit of savings. I'm going to use my savings because that's really smart to buy a kiln and all the things. And we got the kiln in. We got the pottery and all the things. And we, um, I invited some friends over. We painted up a bunch of stuff for samples. I fired the first test fire, and then we had a close. <laughs>
0: I I remember that week. (laughs) So, yeah. So it has been, it's been really, I I just went to what you said about being really smart. It was really smart. You didn't make that. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but you didn't make that decision to buy the kiln off the cuff. But anyhow, we'll, we'll talk about those CEO decisions in a bit, but yeah, so it's, it was so, it's so great to like, watch how you've evolved and grow and also the community around you has grown, like your customer base has grown too. So anyway, Carrie, I don't want to interrupt, but I mean, you just, it's just really cool how, how everything. Grown even despite all the things, right?
1: <laughs> right. So, like I said, I've been in several different locations. um One was um, well, the air conditioner didn't work, no matter how much he worked on it, or whatever. And the coolest it would get in the summer was eighty-five degrees inside, and it just—I mean, like people don't want to come and sit and paint in eighty-five degrees. There's a great
0: experience for us all. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you
1: get what you're paying
0: for. Okay. Let yeah. I me mean,
1: just put it like that. <laughs> yeah. And so um, I finally bailed out of that, Um, uh, but I couldn't find anything else. And um, so I finally found this little hole in the wall spot, and um, we moved in, (laughs) and then it rained, (laughs) and I had this waterfall in the back of my studio where the water leaked in and everything. So around that time was when I um, had started learning business things. I had um, found another business group, and then I had found you and started learning how to move my business, how to make it grow. Because um, let me back up, and I'm going to throw something back in. Um, So probably about four years in or something like that, I realized I'm spinning my wheels. I'm not getting anywhere. I can't grow. I'm barely making ends meet. I mean, I was making ends meet every week, but I could not get past that point. So I went to a local place that helps small businesses, and showed numbers and we talked about this and that and he says well your business is not viable and that was it he didn't offer any tips or suggestions or here's what we can do just it's not viable and so I you know got depressed and sad and and then that changed to watch me (laughs) you know I'm gonna figure this out and we're gonna make this work and so part of it was just out of sheer stubbornness, but also because at that time, like you'd said, we had developed a customer
0: base who kept saying, when are you going to reopen? Where are you going to go? And that kind of thing. But and I thought you saw the potential and I, I want to cry. I did not know that about you going <laughs> to somebody else and them telling you it's not, I did not, I don't, I don't know how I don't know that, but because we've been working together a long time, but that makes me so sad. That was my experience too. I, not that it wasn't viable. I was told like, I had just there was just no help, no direct, like no small business help because they were looking at it through the eyes and the goggles of big business, corporate, corporate business, business. Right. right. That's like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure that was your experience with that as well, too, locally. Um anyway, well, let's 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 share with everybody how you've proved them wrong <laughs> on the thing. Well, and the thing was is I knew
1: I was struggling, but I didn't know like wasn't like I could go back to college and I I know there was such thing as a business coach and so I found one and I was in that group for a while and it was a good thing because I was introduced to a lot of things that I didn't know you know there's here's where you can learn about this and here's what you can use in your business but it was not how to do it it was just here it is this is what you need to know and so about that time I um I had met Amy Chuck, and she introduced me to you and she says you need to see Wendy Batten. She will teach you the business side of things. I'm like, that's exactly what I need to know. <laughs> and so I um, begged you to join the group. I'm like, because at the time it was just the paint preneurs. You were, um, all of your members sold paint, top paint or different kinds of paint. Yeah, yeah. And um, I had tried that and I was actually getting rid of mine. I was selling it off. And um, I was like, okay, technically I am selling paint, but I'm getting rid of it. But <laughs> In your
0: group, anyway. (laughs) I actually remember our conversation. It was really funny, and actually, that's part of my evolution, right? So the evolution of from me just being really good at teaching paint retailers to helping all small brick and mortar. But it's it's interesting because your evolution. I do remember our conversation. You're like, please, please, please (laughs) let me in. Just can I just come in and listen? I think is what you had said at one point in time. So yes,
1: yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you and I guess from some of the things like probably your free group. Um, I'm not sure where I had heard some things or saw your teaching, but I knew that it was, there was enough relevant to me of the business side that I could adapt it to what I needed it to be. Um, And so I was like, oh, okay. So the things I'm missing are, you know, and I learned the different foundational blocks of a healthy business and started learning how to put those all together and how to make them work and how to set them up. And so, um, at that time, I was still in this little hole in the wall. And so I was like, I would joke with my dad because he used to build houses and um, he owned his own business. And then my brother owns his own business. So it's kind of in the jeans. And I'm like, hey, dad, why don't you build me a studio? And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. And so <laughs> we talked and just over the years, just over time, I've never really pushed. But the more we talked about business and the more he saw that I was really trying and <laughs> he called it my little
0: artsy-fartsy business. <laughs> He did. He did at first, but I, I want to interject here. But you, uh, you, yeah, you put your CEO hat on, my friend. So yes, okay, go ahead. Yeah, he
1: did. But as I learned, and we talked about things. I mean, he realized. Okay, she's in this. She's trying. She's learned some really good things. She's implementing some things. We've gone from here to here. And so he finally was like, "Yeah, let's do this." And so, anyways, we found a lot, and um, <laughs> then COVID, and so. It took us 18 months to get our permit to build. I had a lot of time to think about what I wanted, but I went, the very first studio was 200 square feet. Um, my last one was, um, the actual studio was about seven, 800 square feet. The whole space was about 1200 square feet, but I'm in a 5,000 square foot building now. <laughs> you know. I, I've, I've said, oh, I didn't do this by myself, which he did help me. He and I co-owned the building. But it wasn't just because he gave me the building. I mean, I earned it through proving that I have learned, and I'm continuing to learn. I never stopped learning. And um, so,
0: yes, I got help, but it was also because I worked for it. So, um, well, yeah. defi- definitely. I, and I, if I can just interject, it, I'm so proud of you. So, Stacy is. We're recording this from Stacy's um, new. So you you just opened. Um, Well, it was a soft five weeks ago, five weeks ago, Stacy's in her new office and her new studio. And actually when you signed on today and I saw like the signage and everything all up in the office, because of course everybody listening knows that the office is always like the last thing that gets done (laughs) because we're concentrating, especially right now we're in, we're in Q4 right now, uh, as we record this. And I'm so like, I have been itching. I've been so proud of watching you again, step into that CEO role, um, cause you did make it happen. You've made all of this happen through, um, and not, it's not just like proving somebody wrong. I know that that was driving you, but you know, we've been watching your profits and, and I'm just so, and I'm like, like your dad, you're like watching you step into this role and take all those foundations and make them work and do the hard things right it's not been easy for you but it's so exciting to see you in your new location and it's so beautiful and it's so perfect and it's laid out so perfect and do you want to just share a little bit about what you've got in your new store and your new shop your new studio all of the things yes but before i go
1: on okay. i have to say, i can't mention my dad without mentioning my other family <laughs> you know my mom is a huge support my husband is the best he's like super dad yes and all the slack while i'm like doing this so i can't mention one without all of them and not just them you know lots of family i'm I'm really surrounded by a really good support system of friends and stuff but yes yeah, so the studio so we brought in um the ceramics and so like we kind of did it a little bit throughout covid um we did take home projects and then when we could open we have a handful of people at a time but now we've got the main studio which seats, I think, thirty to forty people, and a party room which seats about twenty people. And so, we when we were designing the building, he said, "Okay, we're going to build it bigger, and we'll rent the other side, and that'll kind of help, you know, get our costs recoup our um, money that we've spent." And so, I was like, "Okay, yeah, great." And so, we designed it with the intention of renting it to, you know, whatever—an insurance office, a coffee shop, whatever. And he's, but the as time went, he's like. I just really wish you could use it and, you know, you could get the benefit of it. I'm like, Dad, I can barely handle this, much less something else. And so, like, I walk in one day and the wall that separated my space from the other space had this door in it. And I'm like, Dad, why is there a door here? (laughs) And instead of having the two entrances we had designed, there was just one main entrance. I'm like, Dad, what are you doing? He's like, I just really think we can use this. (laughs) And so... um, so, we had sort of tossed around some ideas actually before he got to that point. He just sort of snuck it in on me and didn't give me a chance to back out. But what we've come to the conclusion of is when I was in my smaller space, I was looking for a place to rent to host bigger events with more people. But all I could find was the super fancy $5,000 wedding venues, things that were way out in Timbuktu, or, you know, it just there was just really nothing that fit my need. And I was like, well, gosh, if I need it, other people need it too. And we're just kind of, we have, it's a small city and we're kind of just outside of the small, we're a community just outside of the city. And uh, there's not really anything in our community like this. And so, um, the people that I've shared it with, because we're not officially open at this time, (laughs) um, but the people that I have shared the idea with, um, they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And I mean, it's, it's decorated, it's ready to go. We're just sort of waiting on the, we're waiting on the final, you know, details to come together, but, um people are just really excited um like I've already like they're already asking me to book it and so um I'm excited that where that's going it's all you know new part of the business to learn (laughs) but uh, I'm looking forward to it so uh,
0: it's better than ever right (laughs) sorry I gotta throw that in there can you just share with everybody where you are you're not in a big giant city as you mentioned where are you located? Um, so I am in Western Kentucky. Um, the city
1: that most people would know from here it would be Paducah. And I'm just, my,
0: my address is still Paducah, but I'm just kind of outside the city. i in a community um, called Long Oak. Right. So you're not in a big city. I just want to share with everybody that, you know, Stacy didn't start in a uh, big, you know, a big community, a big city, and she's building such an incredible business. It really is incredible what you're doing um, and so fun to watch. And so this event center, it's it, that I'm laughing because in the back of my head all along, didn't, you know, I, I you know, we, we talk and we brainstorm and all of those things, but I'm with your dad. I'm glad the door got put in there. I'm glad the idea. I think that the event center is going to be an amazing addition to your side of the business when you're ready. And, and I know you're not open yet because of licensing and all that kind of stuff yet, but on that side, I know that the store is open right now. Yes. And it's been doing really okay. well.
1: So the other thing that I added, and this came from some of our brainstorming as well was I added some retail in. So I added gifts and, um, I have a whole cabinet of art supplies and people kind of look at it and tilt their head. And I'm like, I know that the selection only makes sense to me because this is a cabinet full of what everybody asked me for. Hey, what do I finish this? Hey, what can I, where can I go find this product or this supply? So um, I brought in the retail with some of the gifts and um, I I think this is unique. I don't think most places are like this, but I integrated everything together. So I've got my DIY products, like my ceramics, staged with my retail to show people how they all go together. Um, And people just love coming in and looking through it all and seeing how to put things together, right? Maybe buy this cookbook, but then paint these measuring spoons to go
0: with it or, you know, like that kind of thing. Hey there, friend. I just wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Retail Made Simple Business Course. It's a unique retail course that gets rave reviews from shop owners, and I created it For retailers just like you, busy retailers looking to up level their business skills, fill in those gaps, and step into that role of CEO so we can actually see a better business at the end of the day, right? We can see that business success that we want to. The doors are open right now for the January session. If this is the year, for you. If this is the year you want things to change, we have special pricing in place until New Year's Eve. We have early bird pricing. We would love for you to join us. If you're ready for more from your business, maybe more freedom, more profits, more control, just more opportunities to run that business that you really want to, and you know that you are missing some pieces, and you want to get it all done and put together for 2022, I want to encourage you to sign up. You can find out more information at wendybatten.com slash rms retail made simple. So all of the information's there or reach out to me, I would love to be able to support you. We only open this course twice a year so if 2022 is your time for change and i hope it is it's going to be a great business year for retail and you want the business foundations please join us sign up today so you don't miss out on that early bird pricing Stacy's a member of my level up mastermind group. So I have the pl- privilege of, you know, listening to her brainstorm and working with her. And we've been coaching together for a long time and a member of the inner circle. And I've watched you make decisions based on um, what's missing in your community, what makes sense for your brand. It's so I, I want to just encourage other people that we don't have to follow a formula you like, but we do have to have you know, you've been making all of these decisions based on um, knowing your people, knowing your customer, knowing your community, your town. Um, because when we have five thousand square feet, we have to make sure that we are paying the bills. This is a big. This is a new game, right? It's up from your time. Right. square feet, and I, we've had lots of discussions about money and all of those things. But so. All of this is, I know you, you know, you have, a, yeah, I'm also laughing because Stacy loves teaching children and it's so funny because it was always one of my big weaknesses and it's, it's interesting because people love it or don't. So you have, I've been watching you change your ICA, your, your ideal customer avatar and your ideal customer, not change, but really expand upon that and really pay attention to that. I've been watching you be really um, purposeful and intentional about how am I going to make my money per square foot, right? Like we have money, but, you know, we have to make, you know, what's our, how many people have to walk through the door and how many workshops do we have to sell and how many studios and how many ceramics do we need to paint and how much retail do we have to sell? This is all big discussion and big conversation and um so does this all come I want I know I know the answer but I think a lot of us a lot of people look at growth and they it's exciting right it's fun and they look at the pretty shop she has now look at this new studio but it's been hard work as well right like do you want to talk a little bit about how your transition wasn't naturally to be the numbers person it, you're like, you not love not doing all the other thing, And I, and I'm, I'm like, do I? I, I mean, I'm just being honest and it, because yes, I think what sure. happens is, and, and what I see daily, what happened to me and I've shared my story many times and, and what I see and who I work with and actually why I do honestly, what I do is because we all think it's easy for everybody else. Like we do, we think like, what are we missing? We see the potential. Your business isn't viable is what we get told. And then we well, all right. You know, so, but so where did the confidence and the courage and all of these things come from? And I mean that from like within, I know like coaching was, you know, helpful, but how, what, if you want to share a little bit or expand upon, where did that come from and how, how did you do that? Like you've learned to be the CEO, you've stepped into the role of CEO. And again, I talk about that all the time and, you know, and I, how did you like, because you didn't always have that confidence and courage. And I think just to share with other people, um, maybe, um, some of the things that you did that you found hard, maybe like, did you, like, where did you, you know, when you found things hard, how did you, you know, move on? What, what gave you the courage right. to keep moving um, forward, I guess, and, and do that? Well,
1: I mean, the hardest thing for me, I know for a lot of creatives is the, the, man, the financial management, the bookkeeping, yeah. The, yeah. the filing of the taxes and everything. And so, um, just had different people along the way. help helped me. Um, I surround myself with help. I find people that are good at the things that I'm not good at. (laughs) Um, And I have found, you know, some online help, which has been a godsend. And um, we're getting that started. So I'm hoping to grow and be able to use that
0: knowledge, you know, a little bit better. um, Because I have (laughs) struggled really hard. So uh, like, I know that you're talking about getting bookkeeping help and, and it's so funny and I, I'm going to share this story because I, I, and I hope it's okay. It's like, again, because I think this resonates with so many people. It was my story as well. And I see it all the time. It's like, I know I'm supposed to, you know, understand margins and profit and loss and balance sheets and, and and all of the things, right? And like, how do I price things? And how do I figure out my margins on my workshops and all of the things? And how much should I be making square per square footage and all of the things and just the bookkeeping alone. So it's not just the struggling and keeping up with paying the bills and stuff. It's like, what do I need to know to move this forward, which I have watched you consistently work hard on and understand. And I think so many of us think that that's just going to, we can't do that. We're not good at that. We're creatives. I'm my, my brain doesn't work that way. You know, like, cause you know, squirrel brain, I think is something that a lot yes. of us deal with as well too. So understanding that, you know, and I've watched you again, surround yourself with people um, and do the hard things. And I'm, so I'm going to brag you up on that part. <laughs> so, I think, so, you know, but it's like, I can remember a conversation you and I had a couple more than once, you know, it's like, uh, like, you know, we've opened up your spreadsheets and you've been like, what is this? Like, what am I looking at, you know? Because, so that's hard. And I think, I, you know, and I've been saying this a lot lately, we choose our heart, right? Like, and so you're, you're like, I'm either gonna keep struggling with this, trying to figure it out, or I'm going to surround myself and learn. And so I wanna give kudos to you for actually taking the action. And that's where I've seen you really step into your role of CEO. Because you did have vision for, like your what you love to do. You had a vision of like what you were good at, you, you know, limitations and you had fun and you were building the community and you're you have a natural rapport with your people. They love you. So all of those things are great, but not if you don't have the the confidence under behind that, right? So building our right. confidence up. And you know, and I know that you belong to some other associations. I'm going to give a shout out to uh, CCSA, it's been very helpful to you the i <laughs> like yes. i hope that's okay that i'm mentioning them but you know no, i'm glad yes because i've had yeah. the pleasure of working with them as well too and helping their their members that's the uh oh, their name is so hard for me <laughs> 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 <contemporary. Experiment laughs> studio association association yeah yeah. so they have a fantastic group for ceramics you know and and ceramic studios and all of those so and I know that you know you've been working with them I've been working with them uh, on their with their education as well too and you know it again surrounding putting in the put yourself you've put yourself in the room for lack of a better word (laughs) Zoom rooms <laughs> with <Yeah>. people doing <laughs> that's that's where we are now, right? Putting yourself in the room with people doing things that you want to do and seeing like people that are ahead of you and encouraging people behind you. And I I I think that you've just done an amazing job like with educating yourself and doing the hard things because it's not easy, right? But yeah. look where you are. So I'm so proud yeah. of you. Well, and another big thing for me too was learning
1: who to hire and how to hire. Mm. Um, um a few years ago the only thing I was thinking was who's crafty who can teach people to do the things that I'm doing and and they did a good job and they were good with the people and they had a good time but consequently I was managing all the business stuff which I'm not good at and which I hate and made me crazy and I was mad at them and it wasn't even their fault but because they were getting to do all the fun stuff and so I was able to restructure and say okay I'm the people person, not that they're not, I mean, like I said, they did a good job, but I'm the people person, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm good at, and I like doing the teaching, and so I've been able to bring people on that are the complement to that, the ones that are good at organizing and keeping things straight, and
0: making me stick to a list. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that I know it's so funny. So higher to your weakness is what I always say and higher to what doesn't light you up, right? So the bookkeeping doesn't light you up. So you're now in a position. And again, I want to laugh because- the other day, I think you said to me, like, you know, I've hired a, a virtual online bookkeeper and an accountant and, you know, and like I gave her the profit and loss and we've talked about this and all the margins and like you, you now, but you hiring that out, but you being educated once you learn how to do it and then hire it out. So again, and knowing what lights you up, I think we forget to do that. That's such a great point. Um, such a great point, Stacy. Like we forget that, you know, well, everybody else is having all the fun or <laughs> doing the things, right? Because that's not the case for everybody. Some re- some retailers that and studio owners they hire all their teachers out. They love the business side, and again, you're now having fun with your shop. You're doing the things that you love. You've got amazing support around you. You've hired, you know, and you started small. Let's 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 tell the people. You know, you started <laughs> not small, but you know, your first hire. You know, maybe it was you know Instagram or social media. I think was one of your first hires, wasn't it? Or and then you um, at the very beginning, I had some people that kind of stepped
1: in when I couldn't beat right the shop. but um, yeah, I'm not sure if it was social media or the bookkeeping, but those were areas where I started
0: for sure right what uh, what does what does being the CEO of better than ever mean to you now?
1: Well, so I'm terribly indecisive, and um <laughs> learning the, the building blocks of the business has given me the confidence to make decisions. And so not only has it grown my business, but it's made me a better decision maker, which has been a nice personal growth that I didn't even expect to come out of it. So um, I think it's just all the things cumulative that we've talked about, just being able to know how to put those together, but then having a group of people. I mean, I, I'm social and um I will probably never leave your group <laughs> because I'm social. And um, they are a huge part of the encouragement and the people I've ideas off of. And they're not afraid to call me out gently on things that I need to be doing. And um so I really, I really attribute a lot to that as well. Just
0: that's part of surrounding myself with like-minded people. Yeah, and so and so and also I've that's, that's, that's really, that's great. I think that's awesome that you, that's how, you know, you've that being the CEO and I mean, putting the decisions through the hopper, we call it the CEO hopper, <laughs> you know, the funnel or whatever. I, you know, I, I see you do that. And then I see you say, okay, I've put it through the hopper. Or I've put it through my idea thing. And then again, then going to the, you know, what does it sound like to you? <laughs> You know, having people yeah. that you can confer with. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, it's been, I'm so excited for all the things. Uh, so, what's next? What, like, I mean, I hate to ask. I don't even know what's next with what's next for better than ever. What are like, how are you, how is the, how is 2022 looking and planned for you and feeling for you right now?
1: Um, well, I'm excited. I mean, it's really taking off. Um, one thing my business model up to this point has been just specifically classes in DIY. And it's come to me at this time and do your thing and leave. Um, versus now I'm open all the time and I'm looking for those walk-in people. I'm looking for the people that want to come by, that want to come shop. Um, whereas before, I only focused on people who wanted to come do it themselves. Right. Um, you know, and then like we said, I've started hearing those people, can you just paint this for me? <laughs> so now I've got the things in that they want that I don't have time to paint. Um, you know, here, yes, here's a door hanger that's already ready. Here's a flag to match it. And would you like the mat to go with it too? <laughs> you know, so um, so I've got to start growing. Um, I'm working on growing the awareness of um, my gift shop part of my business. Um, I'll be working on the event center on getting it um, rented and learning how to manage all the things with that. Um, and then another thing is um, I've been very project-based in my business like you come in, and we're going to do this painting. Here, we're going to do one, two, three, and then you're going to go home with this project. Um, but there's another business in town that um, a lot of my customers take their really small kids to. Like we're talking like toddlers up through preschool, is what they really targeted. And theirs was a very play based exploration type experience, art play. And um, they have had to close. They've just, um, one is ready to retire, one has a new career. Um, It wasn't really about the business. They just were ready to move on. And so I was scared to death, but I put myself out there and I contacted them and said, hey, I know I already know that a lot of my customers like you and they're going to be very sad to hear that you're closing. How can I meet the needs of some of your customers? Because I'm very project based. Can you help me learn how to be, you know, how to offer experiences that are the, um, the experience based? And so she was more than excited to help me and talk to me and give me ideas. And so that's another direction that we're going to be adding on is um the art play, and the art experience for the really young kids. Um and I'm just really excited to have the extra knowledge and experience, the help from them to be able to get me going on that. So, yeah, the event center and the art play. And then one thing that's on my list that may not come anytime soon, but I really enjoyed doing um, tutorial video tutorials on painting, and I had done it well several years ago. I had done it for um, like the kids' um, art camp because several people were saying we can't come, but we want to do this painting. So I'm like, well, here. So I made videos and I sold them for that summer, and then just forgot about them. And then when COVID hit and we had to close down, I'm like, I already got those videos ready. I pulled them back out, sold them some more. Um, and so I would really like to add some more of those to my stash, but I enjoy doing it, but they're also really nice just to have available.
0: Well, and yeah, it's a great, it's a great add on. Those are all great add ons. Um, you know, that uh, going to see that other person too. I mean, that took, again, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so, I feel like I always say, I'm so proud of you. I think like you said, you know, you just bit the bullet and took, got brave right you got your confidence up did, and after yeah. and now look where that's leading so so many great things coming i think the virtual teaching you're so good at that i mean i've had the opportunity to see you do that and in action and you're so good at that and again once you like you just said well i already have those done so we can sell those evergreen and you know there's so many different mm-hmm. opportunities and and again with the event center so many great things coming i'm so i'm very proud of you i'm very proud of how you stepped into your ceo hat <laughs> i, head. I head. So funny i know like so this sounds funny but i know okay, this is supposed to be a professional podcast, but, you know, and all these things and, you know, but business is personal. I feel like, you know, like my, what we do is personal, like the relationships you're building with your customers, you know, I don't know. I know because you've watched the kids grow up and watching, you know, and you're building again, even just the giftware and the things that you're offering now. And I know customers are thanking you for that. I've, you know, I know you've shared that because, you've been listening to them and you, you're building these. you know, they're thanking you for building this big, beautiful business. I think it's awesome. Right. I mean, they're, you know, we forget that sometimes, but, and it's the same thing as, you know, our coaching relationship and our groups and all of these things, like to me, what lights me up is watching you be lit up. I like, that sounds dorky, but I'm very, very happy for you. and very proud of all the work that you've done on, you know, just watching you grow. I cannot wait till 2022, like to see what's going to happen mm-hmm. this year and, all the things that are happening. So thank you so much for coming with, with, um, on, I know it's really busy time for you again, you just opened and it's holiday and I know there's a lot going on. I know your staff's probably outside and, you know, like, hurry up, Stacey, get off your call. <laughs> so she's, she's back there. CEOing is what I, what I bet you're going to tell them, um, as we wrap up. And as we do for most of these, um, podcasts, especially this, uh, CEO series, Um, can you share with us any like mantras or sayings or any advice that you can leave, you know, that you could, that will encourage your fellow um, listeners and and shop owners that might be listening and studio owners that might be listening, something that means a lot to you.
1: Yes. So um, I had heard this quote one time and I'm like, Oh my gosh, somebody like made that for me. Um, I'm going to look at it so I don't get it wrong. You might be the juiciest peach in the whole orchard, but some people don't like peaches. (laughs) And so so I've surrounded myself with reminders of that. I've got a painting um, with that. It actually has my word of the year. I think it's from 2019 on that same painting with the peaches, but um, it's part of that whole um, struggle of mine to be confident. And I'm gonna do me and listen to the people and do what I'm good at and what I know they want. And and I'm gonna learn to be
0: content with that. (laughs) Wow, that is beautiful. I did not know that. And I have seen your peaches now that you say that. <laughs> so, so that's a great quote and a really, really great way to wrap up because we're not for everybody. And if we try to be something we're not, and you know, it's, it's again, like I just said, you know, business, they say business was to be professional, not personal. And I'm like, mm, that's not how I roll either. So it's like, you know, I'm like, I've joked and said that I'm a hugger. And if we meet, I'm going to hug you. And that's not always, you know, that's not always. And so you're, you're absolutely right. We're, you know, the peach, that's a great quote. I love that so much. I'm actually going to write that down. So I love it so much. So thank you, Stacy, for sharing with my listeners and so many shop owners are going to take so many things away and being confident and understanding and trusting your own instinct. Again, even just wrapping up with this, you know, your, your peaches quote, not everybody's going to love us. So we have to be confident in our abilities and keep learning and growing and evolving we're all evolving at different you know I look at your evolution of your business and how it's you know expanding and again what's potential for next what's next right so thank you again for being here with us today and uh we will make sure what's the best place for people to reach you is it, and we'll put all your links but is it your Facebook page or your website where would you like us to send people
1: um my website is well so the name of my business is better than ever but you know, that was already typed in. So I typed the word home at the end. So you can find me everywhere at better than ever on Facebook,
0: on Pinterest, on um, Instagram, all the place. email even. <laughs> awesome. So what we'll do is we'll have all of your contact and I want, I want to encourage everybody to go and check out your new beautiful shop and all of the cool things that Stacy's doing. And we'll have all of her contact information in the show notes for you. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the creative shop talk podcast i'm so glad that you're here to join us this week and i hope you found value in what we're sharing here i want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes you can find it at wendybatten.com slash